What's going on, everybody? No Catch Up Chicago coming at you with a special report, a little post-game breakdown of Game 1 with the NBA Finals. Here with my man, Sean. What's going on, man? Man, we uh, we got super hyped for Game 1, and yep. everybody that was riding Golden State kind of kind of got something to talk about tonight. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I already had somebody tell me that this series is going to be a sweep. I think this was five minutes into the third quarter. Already got the, uh, this is going to be a sweep text. So people are already... Already overreacting, man. Of course, the rapper reaction comes in after something like that. But uh, you know, I, I know we have some differing feelings about it and how how we think it might still go. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Golden State knocked down Game One, one thirteen ninety one. Uh, Golden State wins by twenty two points. Um, they took care of Game One at home, is what it comes down to. Um, <laughs> Which is what I think was expected, though. I don't think um, you know there were some people talking about, oh, they still might be feeling like nervous from Game Seven and you're gonna drop one at home. I don't think there was any way that they were losing this game. Um, I think the crowd was gonna be too hype. They had too much to prove. They've been thinking about that Game Seven loss, you know, for almost a year now, and uh, I don't think there was any way they were losing that game. I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout, but I don't think there's any way they were losing that game. Yeah, I agree. I think. They were gonna they were gonna take care of home court game one. Yep. I don't I don't I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout like it was. Um <laughs> to be honest, man, the that first quarter was one of the fa- the most the most fast paced first quarter I've ever crazy. seen in my life. Crazy. The buzz the buzz in the building on top of just the back and forth of that game was right. Something like I've never seen. Yeah, the intensity was off the chain, man. There was a whole bunch of crazy dunks, um, just people up and down the court flying, making plays all over the place. Actually, the first few minutes, the scoring wasn't really there. But uh, like you said, the pace was just out of control, and you just knew it was going to be one. And once they started putting the ball in the basket, um, yeah, it went crazy. Yeah, Especially I mean. Especially your boy, KD. Yeah, JR hits the three in the corner to go yeah. 3-0. Mm-hmm. And then... KD comes down and kind of throws up a frantic three. Right. Hits the side, other side of the backboard, like all backboard. Yeah. And I remember you were like, yo, what was that? Yeah, what was that? Yeah. But. And Zaza had a couple wide open looks wide in the basket looks. that he wanted no part of. Um, yeah. It was just like a lot of frantic. The energy in the building was something like I've never seen. And it literally carried the whole first quarter. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Draymond picks up two fouls early. Right. And it's looking like he might lose composure there for a second. He's doing he's doing some Draymond stuff. Yeah, so I mean the I think everyone was having a hard time controlling the energy and just like the actual the anticipation of the whole the whole Warriors Cavs rematch right. or Cleveland trilogy. Or Golden State As, hasn't played in what 9 days. Yeah. Yeah. Um how do you, after watching the first quarter, I didn't think it was going to close out like it did it seemed like everyone everything was on course but dude like i said i picked the warriors to win the series i'm rooting for the cavaliers but the firepower was evident yeah and that was the one thing that i was looking at even though it was close to begin the game and it was close you know through the first quarter they kind of started to pull away around halftime but um yeah golden state wasn't playing that well you know they were missing wide open shots at the basket I think they were kind of shocked at the fact that Cleveland was just giving them the lane. Cleveland seemed really committed to defending the perimeter and just not letting any three balls go in at all, which is why Clay probably had a bad game. But they could get anything they wanted down the lane. Cleveland had no type of rim protection in there. So I think it took Golden State a minute to get adjusted to that. Once they did and KD just realized he could just keep going to the cup literally whenever he wanted to and nobody was going to guard him, um, that's when it changed. Yeah, I mean, like you said, 
even to start the first couple possessions of the game, Zaza got to the cup and he was actually shocked yeah, at how open he was. He had no idea what to do. And he didn't even know, like, I should probably lay this up. Right. He was looking to pass it like he's been doing he all He had that year. one where he took the extra dribble for no reason where he could have easily just put it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like he, he had a couple spots where he was just lost and didn't know what to do with the rock. Right. Early third quarter, Warriors were up 56 to 30 in pain points. Yep. I mean, they were getting murdered in the paint. First yeah. three minutes of um, three minutes left in the second quarter, it was 36 to 12 in the paint. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they just had nothing, nothing. In, in the paint, nothing. I mean, and I think the Cavs, when they went and got Andrew Bogut, this was kind of what they got him for. Right. It was like, we need a presence down low in the paint. We want to be able to guard the perimeter. We want to throw somebody, a defensive anchor down there, somebody who can alter some shots and not, yeah. But they don't have anything close to that right now. No, I mean, Tristan Thompson, as big as he is, he's more of a hustle guy, clean up yeah. the glass guy. He's not He's not an elite rim protector. He's, he's not an elite rim protector that's going to that's gonna slap your shit off the back. Right. And you need you need that even just mentally for people when they go down in the paint. Like, right. nah, this dude might throw my shit off the backboard. So let me adjust this without. He doesn't even have to jump for, for like those big dudes like um, – Old school Dwight or like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he didn't even have to go up to get your shit for you to even adjust your shot because right. you knew he was down there, right? Right, like a Marcus so, Camby. Yeah. Yeah, like, like throw, yeah. throw Marcus Camby Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. those type of dudes <laughs> you didn't even have to worry about, right? So, And those dudes are elite, but even like they'd be using like a Mozgov right now if they had him, you know, like that's exactly how they used him a couple of years ago, but yeah. 100%. Yeah. On top of them getting crushed in the paint, they were turning it over, man. Left and yeah, right. Left and right. Left and right. LeBron had seven turnovers in the first half. Do you feel like LeBron just was pressing a little bit? Or what What can you – like, why, why did he have seven turnovers in the first half? Because well, as a team for the whole game, Golden State had four. Yeah. Um, I mean, he For turned, the whole game. I, I, I don't know how many he averaged during the regular season, but I want to say he averaged close to four turnovers a game during the regular season. So he turns the ball over a lot, and naturally when you handle it as much as he does and the manner in which he handles it, you're going to turn it over. Um, but I think at some point, yeah, he just started trying to do too much. But you really can't blame him, man. Nobody else showed up for him. Uh, Kyrie was doing his thing for a little bit. Um, he finished with 24. Kevin Love had a, had a deceiving 15. It wasn't a good 15. It was, uh, I mean, he was good on the glass and everything like that, but it's not like he was very yeah, aggressive. Yeah, 21 boards. Yeah, exactly. You know, four for 13 shooting um, for Kevin Love, three for six on the three-pointers. But, uh, I mean, like you look at the Boston series, he was averaging 23 points a game, and that's the Kevin Love that they need to see. You need to have all three of those guys above 20 points for Cleveland to even have a chance um, in these games right now. But then you look at the rest of the team, that's really where they suffered. J.R. Smith played 28 minutes and had three points. J.R. Smith cannot play 28 minutes and have three points. And those three points were the first three points of the game, like you said, right? So he literally played the rest of the game and did not score another bucket after that initial three. Um, You know, Shunt played 17 minutes, had five points. Kyle Korver, 20 minutes, no points. Um, You were talking earlier about Darren Williams played how many minutes? 18 minutes, no points. So you got all these guys who should be getting some buckets playing and can't get anything going. That's a problem. So yeah. when that happens, LeBron is taking over. He's going to the cup all the time. He's trying to make crazy passes, and he's trying to do everything. And, yeah, he's going to have seven turnovers. I'm surprised he didn't have ten. Yeah, J.R. Smith played 28 minutes. Yeah. Darren Williams played 19 minutes. Kyle Culver played 20 minutes. And they combined, looks like, six points. 
like nine points or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, well, Jr. Smith, and like you said, that first bucket was in the first minute of the game. So he right. played twenty-seven minutes straight minutes after that and attempted three field goals. What is Jr. Smith doing in the game for twenty-seven minutes if he's attempting three field goals? This Absolutely. was not a defensive matchup. Yeah, one. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Well, what is your purpose? Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. So. Yeah, they yeah they basically got a a, a a got some guys on the floor that almost played an hour of game time, mm-hmm. and yeah pulled in. Watch LeBron. Yeah, yeah pulled in three points. And they weren't defending anybody, so like literally they watched LeBron for an hour. So I mean, yeah, when you got stuff like that, I mean, Corver, Kyle Corver at this stage in his career, all he's supposed to do is come in and have the cooker. So if he plays twenty minutes and the cooker's not going, like, and that might be on Ty Lue because if you see that Kyle Corver's not having it, he he does not give you anything else out there. Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, dude, it's tough, tough ball game for 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 the Cavs because especially if you tell me that Clay Thompson is gonna score, if Clay Thompson's gonna score six points on three of sixteen, I'm like, yeah. yo, you have a good chance of winning the game. Absolutely. And then you lose by twenty two. Right. So, it's not a good look. Not a good look, but it's game one. Um, you know, I don't think it's time to time to time to panic yet. One last thing, though, I don't think we touched on this, but we were talking about this a lot during the game. Um, Ty Lue's game plan, also just on how he was defending them, as far as no double teams at all on anything, it was crazy and allowed KD to do whatever the hell he wanted. So they need an adjustment there, like big time. Yeah, it was no help. There was no help there, at all. There was no help. Everything was one on one. Stay man. You saw situations where guys would look at somebody about to score, but they were not leaving their man in any type of situation. So yeah, yeah. People were going to the cup, getting by people, and it was just layups. Yeah, just like oh, or flushes. Yeah, like Ty told him, do not get off your man, no matter what. We're not giving up any three pointers. Exactly. We're not going to help. There was a couple runouts where KD ended up going straight down the pipe and flushing it because they just flat out went to the corners to shooters to Steph. Went out to Clay, ran like ran out there, right. and and KD just took a couple more dribbles and just laid it up. So KD ended with thirty eight, eight and eight. <laughs> the difference. So I mean, he looked comfortable, which was which was also another. I'm not gonna say I'm shocked by that, but he he was not bothered by the moment at all. He got what he wanted at, at whenever, went whenever, wherever. And eight dimes too, right? Yeah, I mean he like, and that's another perfect point of how comfortable he was. Yeah, when Kevin Durant gets eight dimes, he's seeing the floor, he's getting what he wants. If he's if he doesn't feel comfortable getting a jumper or whatever else it is, he's giving it up. So I mean, eight dimes, no turnovers. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, Golden yeah. State only have four turnovers as a team, which is ridiculous when you score 113 points. No doubt. Yeah. So. Dude, with KD too, man, and like this is the difference with the Warriors. Like, so you look at like last year, man. They, I mean, they're a great team. Like, they play great team ball. You got these great shooters. Um, Steph Curry, you know, might be the greatest shooter ever to play in the NBA. All that stuff. Klay Thompson, one of the best shooters ever to play in the NBA, right? But those guys are great shooters, right? And Kevin Durant is just a ridiculously great all-around scorer. Score, pure. He can get it whenever he wants, wherever it. he wants, in any situation, right? Steph can go cold. Clay can go cold, right? 
Kevin Durant, those dudes, they don't go cold because of the amount of ways that they can get it. He can get it down low. He can get it from the three. He can get it from mid-range. He can take you off the dribble. That's the difference. So if Golden State has a game like this where in the beginning of the game they're not playing well, dude, you just give it to Kevin Durant. He's going to go get a whole bunch of buckets, get the momentum going, and then they start going. Yeah, I mean, Steph didn't get going until like the second, third quarter. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's get, the difference. He can get to the line too whenever when he's, when, yeah. when he's struggling. So, I mean, yeah, it's – uh. It's tough. There's the, so the other thing, like, yeah, just because it's human nature and this is how the media goes and this is how fans are, people are going to panic. And it's all, dude, all we're going to hear for the next day or two until game two is that the Cavs are going to get steamrolled. And then game two is going to happen and the Cavs will make it close, might even eke out a win or whatever right. it is. And then, then it'll, the, the whole narrative, yeah, the whole narrative will change. Yep. I heard a good point post game. PJ Carlissimo said, in last year's finals, every game outside of Game 7 was determined by 10, 10, 10 points or more. Mm-hmm. So don't get too, too excited by the 22-point the, the margin. Yeah, the final score, right. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to flip back and forth the whole series, and it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of finals left. Right, so basically don't expect seven wire. If you if it does go seven, seven wire-to-wire games, you're going to mix in a couple blowouts here and there. Right. And another thing that they brought up on the broadcast is that LeBron is one in seven in game ones in the NBA Finals. So don't panic at all. He's, and he's, yeah, yeah, but he's also three and four in the, in the finals too. So that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, some of those game ones are turning out to series L's That's too. That's true. So, but hey, like I said, I don't think. still won three. Yeah, it's true, I don't, but and I don't think this is this is a determining factor on how the series is going to go. But there was definitely some spots where I was like, "Man, these boys look dangerous." Oh yeah, dangerous. And at some points, it looked like Cleveland was trying to do what Golden State does, and they couldn't do it. That's what I told you when you're like, "Man, this pace is crazy." I'm like, "Yeah, but we don't know if this is the best idea for Cleveland because you don't want to run up and down." I mean, Cleveland scores a shit ton of points too, like obviously, but. Um. Yeah, that up and down game full yeah. favors Golden State a little bit more. And if you if you go back and jump in the time machine and go look at Game Seven of the Finals last year, the last eight minutes, LeBron literally brought the brought the ball up and ran the shot clock down to yeah. two seconds and got a jump shot. Up. Got it, yeah. Or kicked it to Kyrie, who got a jump shot up. And they were playing defense. And they were playing defense. Yeah. I mean, it was slow motion. That last minute of the game, Kevin Love got a stop, the big, huge stop on Steph Curry. So, I mean, yeah, for, for sure. it's a, they, can't, they can't run up and down the floor with these guys. Uh, Golden State has too much firepower. Yeah. Golden State goes down and beats them up at the end of the day. They mm-hmm. beat them up on the offensive glass. They beat them up in the paint. Um, their superstars shot it better than 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 Cleveland's did. Um, Kevin Love showed up, but not really. Yeah. And all the role players that usually pour in 8, 9, 10, 11 points, Darren Williams, Shumpert, J.R., even Kyrie. When's the last time? I mean, Shump- not Kyrie. Shumpert had eleven points, though. I mean, that's yeah, that's true. Shump- I, I, that's actually true. I, yeah. I mean, but it's still six seven. Right. On like five shots. Right. So I mean, right, you know what right, I mean. Right, so yeah. it's it's still it's still that type of stuff where. Shout out Tiana Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey man, game one's in the books. Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Golden State Warriors <laughs> winning one thirteen ninety one twenty two point margin. KD goes crazy thirty eight eight and eight. Um, they overcome Clay Thompson shooting three of sixteen. That's that's a shock to me. Yep. Um, 
So we'll see, man. Game two coming so up in a few days. Game two, yep. So we'll come right back at y'all with another uh, another recap of game two. A little special report. A little special report. So, yeah. Listen up. No catch up Chicago. For Chicago, by Chicago. Let's get it.